Not afraid to tell it like it is. The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon till 3 on AM 900 CHML. All right, Patrick Brown is with us, leader of the Ontario Progressive Conservative Party. Lots to talk about, uh, of course, tolls, hydro, and uh, everything else we can find. And Patrick is with us now. Hello, Patrick. How are you today? I'm very good. Thanks for having me on the show. Thanks for taking the time. We appreciate this, Patrick. Before we get started, I don't think I've ever asked you about Trump before, but I just want to get your take. What are your thoughts on the fact that he's uh, 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 Time Magazine's Person of the Year? Any surprises there for you? I think everyone's surprised uh, by what happened in the in, in the U.S. Uh, it was certainly an unpredictable um, election, and uh, you know I, I said when it was all happening, uh, um, out of 300 million people, that those were their two finest candidates. I think uh, uh, was unfortunate. Uh, it was a pretty it was a pretty ugly election. That's a very good point. I'm convinced this isn't about left or right. This isn't about race or religion. This is about underestimating the disdain of the silent majority middle class. Your thoughts on that? Well, you know, I, I think the U.S. and Canada are, are different, and there's, there's different dynamics. Um, but I do think sometimes uh, the silent majority is ignored, that uh, their uh, rights are trampled on, um, and are not to draw similarities uh, between the two. But I think there's very different issues at play in the U.S. than there is in Canada or Ontario. Uh, obviously, uh, I'm going to ask you a, phil- a philosophical conservative question. That's an awful big word for me. But, um, you know, lots of it, it seems that conservatism is under fire now. It seems that uh, the left will point to things like racism and the alt-right and all of this in order to brand everybody. You know, you're dealing with those issues uh uh, and, and some of that controversy with the social conservatism of, of the Niagara West Glambrook candidate. Uh, we're seeing it federally with people like uh, Kelly Leach and what happened on the steps of the, Ale- of the Alberta legislature. How do, how do conservatives move forward and more to the center and try to represent what the average Canadian wants as opposed to getting dragged into this by the opposition? Well, you know, I, I think Kathleen Wynne's government is... Uh, very uh, smart tactically. They're good campaigners. They know how to uh, do diversion stunts. Um, you know what I've said is it doesn't matter um, if you go to a, a mosque, a synagogue, um, a church. Uh, it, you know what your faith is is irrelevant. Uh, my focus and my focus on my speeches and my work at Queens Park and the legislature um, is how do we get skyrocketing hydro rates under control? How do we cut red tape? How do we create an environment in which investment is welcomed in Ontario, and we start creating jobs again. How do we deal with the debt levels? You know, I I think people are struggling to get by. They're really feeling the pinch, and I think these distractions um, are are just a way for the government to avoid a conversation on their own record. All right, 1,400 uh, disconnected by Hydro One for not paying their bills over uh, the last little while. Uh, Global News did an excellent expose and kept following up on this and eventually presented a story which uh, the Executive Vice President of Customer Care and Corporate Affairs for Hydro One has reversed this. We're going to have him on after you. Um, are, are, Are you surprised that we've got to this point where it's taken something like this in order to seem to get anyone's attention? Yeah, it's you know the the complete lack of oversight of this government on hydro. Um, the the fact that you have fourteen hundred people mistakenly disconnected, um, it, it's it's tough to swallow. But you know what's a more alarming number 
is that, you know, in a report this summer, there's 568,000 Ontarians in, in arrear. They can't afford to pay their hydro bills. There's people, a lot of people in Ontario living in energy poverty, and they've seen their bills go up tenfold. And, and how do you plan for that? You know, a lot of seniors on fixed incomes, they're really struggling. And the saddest part of this all is that it's self-inflicted. We've given away $6 billion in surplus electricity. Forget Donald Trump uh, making America great. Right now, Kathleen Wynne is. She's giving free electricity to Michigan, Pennsylvania, Ohio, New York, and we do it every day. And we charge you for it. We charge Ontarians for it. And so we need to deal with this flawed hydro policy we have here in Ontario, where we have these 20-year agreements that we're locked into to buy, whether we need it or not, and have to give it away. We need to fix that so that people can have competitive energy prices again. Uh, I heard the clips of you uh, and Kathleen Wynne's exchange in the ledge uh, earlier on in the week talking about this. She hammered at you and said, you know, all you guys do is cut her up and the party and everything that they do, but you have no plan of your own. Is that accurate? What is your plan? Well, she actually wouldn't ask, answer any of my questions. She just punted them to her ministers. We, we, we couldn't get her on the record at all today. Six times we tried. Um, you know, I, I, we have a plan. We're going to stop the fire sale of Hydro One. We're going to return municipal zoning authority um, for those municipalities that are unwilling to host that don't want these mega uh, renewable uh, uh, turbines. Um, and uh, frankly, we're going to deal with the surplus. You know, this government has benefited extraordinarily from the surplus. The 30 companies that got these mega contracts donated $1.3 million to the Ontario Liberal Party. This is bad policy. It appears to have been influenced by big donations. The Auditor General says we've overpaid for renewables by $2 billion, and we're going to get that right. We're going to fix that. You know, you know how bad it is right now? We, our, our water power in Ontario... Places like Niagara Falls, we're not even running at full capacity. We're mothballing hydroelectric projects around this province. Our own green energy, water power that's green, we can't use because we signed these 20-year deals with foreign companies who have supported the Liberal Party. How can we, and obviously I'm asking the wrong person this, and but I'm hoping you'll ask this question to her, how can we have faith in moving forward on cap-and-trade when she admits her energy green energy plan was a mistake? If that was a mistake, what she learned from it, what can we take into the, into the cap-and-trade tax? And how do we know that in a year she won't be crying to us and saying, well, that was a mistake too? I think we should have no faith in it. Uh, the, the, you know, she said that her Green Energy Act was a mistake, but she hasn't changed any of the policies. It's one thing to feel bad and apologize. It's another thing to actually correct course, and they're not. In terms of the cap-and-trade, the Auditor General pointed out that under Kathleen Lynn's cap-and-trade, we have to buy green credits from California and Quebec. By 2020, we're going to send $460 million to California and Quebec. By 2030, $2 billion. It's a wealth transfer of Ontario businesses uh, to Quebec and California. It's bad enough we're giving free electricity away. The fact we're going to be having to send revenue uh, to our competitors uh, is is completely wrong. And I'm glad the Auditor General was able to point this out in the annual report because it is ridiculous. Uh, all right, let's move on to road tolls. Obviously, uh, Toronto Mayor John Tory expressed interest in uh, taxing people that are coming in from the 905 into the uh, 416 in, in, in order to use their facilities. It seems that uh, the Wynn government has uh, won't stand in his way to do that. Uh, your thoughts on that whole process? Should there be toll roads going in and out of Toronto? I'm against these toll roads. Uh, listen, it's going to create a war of, of, of tolls. 
It, she's saying that the city of Toronto wants the province to grant special permission to put tolls on the DVP and Gardner. She will pass the provincial regulation to do that. Um, I think that's wrong. What happens? Mississauga is saying they want to now, if Toronto gets a revenue source, they want to charge everyone going to the airport. What happens if Burlington wants to put them on? What if Oakville wants to put them on? What if Hamilton wants to put tolls? It's just going to create a war of of tolls for all these municipalities. And let's remember how we got in this place. Municipalities are cash-strapped. I, I, I don't blame John Tory for not having the funds for infrastructure, but one of the reasons is the province has allocated $130 billion for infrastructure. Municipalities expected to see some of that. They expected funds to flow. And what we've seen is it hasn't. You know, the recent report suggested uh, that the government, uh, the AG suggested the government's management of infrastructure dollars has been incompetent. They're now, they, they paid a, a contractor to build a bridge upside down. They're repaving asphalt every two years instead of 15 years. We don't measure performance. We don't measure um, uh, whether, whether the job's been done properly. We, the, the, the group that built the bridge upside down had never built the bridge. And then they get a bonus and they get another contract. You know, we're, we're rewarding right now incompetent work and no wonder we're short on infrastructure dollars. There's huge cost overruns because of this incompetence. If we actually manage our infrastructure dollars properly, we wouldn't be in this position. Do you not think there is an appetite, or do you think there's an appetite, for uh, charging tolls if it goes towards something like transportation infrastructure? Here's the thing. is that They're just calling it a revenue tool. You know what, the, 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 what a revenue tool is? It's a tax. Mm. Now, it's one thing if they were saying, we're going to add new lanes to the DVP, and the poll's going to pay for that, a user pay system. You know, I, I'm willing to have that conversation. If you're willing to, you know, add a toll to deal with congestion between Hamilton and, and Toronto and have a new highway that, that supported um, that wasn't there before, um, that's a conversation I'm willing to examine. What I'm not willing to accept is putting tolls on our existing roads just because the, 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 the government needs more money. These are roads that have already been paid for. Do you think this is going to happen? Do you think there, this has legs? I think Kathleen Wynne is going to start letting municipalities toll roads. Uh, and in a year and a half, if I have the honor to be premier, I'm going to take those tolls down. Uh, she also, uh, getting back to energy, uh, they were talking about cap and trade and how that comes in in January. And once it does uh, and, and is a part of your bill, it won't be itemized in a line-by-line sort of scenario so you can tell where the money is going. Instead, you're, it's going to be grouped into the delivery charge. Is there anything we can do to make this more transparent? And um, again, as a politician, don't you think if you lay it out for people and explain it that they may be more apt to give you tax dollars? Yeah, I think it's it's wrong. It's it's hiding um, a government uh, cost. Uh, you know, when when Kathleen Wynne wanted to get a, bring in a PST rebate, she said it's going to be added on the bill. You'll see it on the bill. Um, but when, now, when there's a new cost added, she doesn't want to put it on the bill. It's completely in, inconsistent. Um, so it should be on the bill. There's nothing wrong with transparency. There's nothing wrong with being honest with Ontarians. And the fact that Wynne is bending over backwards to hide these costs is wrong. I think it's one of the reasons that so many Ontarians just don't trust this government. We don't trust her numbers. We don't trust the way she's going about this. Um, She should be honest with the people of Ontario. Patrick Brown has been with us, leader of the Ontario Progressive Conservative Party. Patrick, as always, thanks for the time. Much appreciated. My pleasure.